Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first Jams podcast. We're the Jams String Quartet, and starting this week, we're going to be bringing you a weekly podcast pertaining to all things classical music and string quartet. We will also be featuring an artist or composer. Hi, I'm Sydney, and I'm the first violinist of the Jam String Quartet. On this week's podcast, we will be giving you a general overview of what's to come, as well as some information about the Jam String Quartet itself. The Jam's name comes from an acronym actually thought up by my grandmother, and it's for all four of our names. So we have... J for Jasmine. M for Emily. And S for Sydney. Jams was founded in 2018, and we've gone from playing just in our living rooms for our families all the way to uh, city events and college events, and uh, we wanted to start this podcast because we have such a love for classical music and for all of the different facets of it and just the amazing interest that it brings and wanted to share that with a much wider audience. Okay, so how did we all get into the classical world? I don't know. Who started first? I think I probably started first. Okay, how old so were you? I was in kindergarten. Dang I girl! Played, I played piano in kindergarten all the way to fifth grade. And at the same time, during or like elementary days, I would walk by the auditorium and see like kids playing violins or whatever. And I was like, I want to do that. So by the time it was fifth grade, I was like, I want to play that. And a lot of students were doing violin. I was like, "Mm," there was no one really doing viola. And then it just kind of started from there. And now we're here. (laughs) Man, of all the instruments, you were like, Viola. Yeah, I know. And I Ew. actually also sung for a while too in elementary. Oh. So, yeah. She's a singer. Yeah, she was a singer. <laughs> she still is in her shower. <laughs> okay, so fifth grade, that's like 10, 9? Young. Young, yeah. yeah. I don't even know when I start. I like took lessons, I think around 8 or 9, because my friend uh, played the violin, and I was like, mm, I'm jealous. So then I started, but then my teacher moved away, and then I broke, like, so many bones. So it was just very much on and off, and then I moved around so much, too. So I honestly have no idea how long I've been playing for. But I don't know. I, I guess it started around, like, eight or nine. Oh, Sydney, I feel like you started in... What, fourth grade? Or? Well, I played guitar since third grade, um, but and that meant I actually wanted to play cello because I thought it was more similar to guitar. But then I heard the middle school orchestra play at my elementary school, and I noticed that the violins always had the melody. Heck yeah. So, <laughs> always yeah. I looked at the diagram of the orchestra and told my mom I wanted to be a first violinist because that's where I heard the melody coming from. And I regret that now. <laughs> it's hard. But I love that you were just this elementary kid and you looked up a diagram. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, yeah. You you're destined to be a CEO of something. Destined to be a violinist. Yes, yes. Yeah. But I I almost did choir, which is kind of funny cuz I do not like singing. It's not not really my thing. But I I officially started violin in 5th grade. Okay. So it's been a, it's been a while. <laughs> I never really had like a history of music before I 
I started playing cello. It was more like I I used to do um, dance. Uh, yeah, I did um, I danced ballet, tap, jazz, contemporary. I did all four. So like since I was two, I think. Um, but what, two? <laughs> what? Okay, how does that even work? Like, were you barely walking? I know, Dave, that's, that's <laughs> what I'm thinking. Like, what? Just moved to, uh, yeah, Amarillo, local. Um, yeah, I started dancing. I don't know. I, it, I didn't take it seriously. Well, yeah, you were too. Well, you know, sometimes, like... Yeah, I guess so. That's crazy. Yeah. But I just kept doing it, and then... I did competition for a little bit, but that was like a whole dance mom fiasco. Oh. <laughs> so, um, but like, I feel like I really found my, like, interest going towards like ballet and contemporary. But, you know, with all the competition stuff, I kind of veered, like, went away from that. But I still enjoyed, like, listening to it and, like, coming up with, like, you know, choreographies in my head. But I just like enjoyed the music a lot, and when I heard the cello, I was like, this is the stuff, you know. <laughs> Wait, so did you dance to classical music? Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Would you say that being in ballet and music now, has that helped you? It really did, with my sense of rhythm and phrasing, mm. because your body moves with the phrases too. Right. Um, I think that helps a lot with my playing, like my sense of Mm. So you started playing in fifth grade. fifth grade? Oh, yeah. <laughs> My family makes fun of me and says, like, I actually started playing in sixth grade because in fifth grade, I did all, like, the worst habits ever. Mm. I sucked. I was always fourth chair out of four cellos. Oh, no. Didn't you play, like, Despacito or something oh, out of... <laughs> I don't know. What was it? Talent show in eighth grade. Oh. I don't know why, like, Got me something if I played that at the talent. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had to learn it by ear. Mm. My sister, my little sister, um, like just started playing viola at the time when I was in eighth grade. So I learned Despacito by ear, and then I made her play chords. <laughs> I love that. Because yeah, my dad was saying like, oh my god, you'll never practice. So like. Figure this out. Like I hear you practicing it, and like you both take part in it. I'll I'll get you like whatever. What did he get y'all? I, I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> watch as yeah, it was like I, an ice cream cone or something. Yeah, yeah I was like really desperate because you know I don't go for stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's amazing how every little thing from Despacito at the eighth grade. Yeah. <laughs> to a friend that plays violin or walking past. An orchestra yeah. um, can lead us to this point and to this quartet. Um, so hopefully that gives you a nice overview of who we are and what we plan to do with this podcast. Um, well, I hope you join us next week when we delve more uh, into the technical side of things with the basics of the string quartet. Um, part of our podcast weekly that we're going to be doing is highlighting a composer or artist. So we thought we'd go pretty mainstream this week and give you some information about Beethoven. And since Emily, you did a research project over him for a class, um, what can you tell us about Beethoven? 
Well, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, <laughs> he was born in Germany on December 17th of 1770. So lots of sevens. Good for him. Uh, <laughs> uh, he was born into a very musically inclined family, which really helps. I wish that I was born into like some conservatory family those like family bands yes so he had a leg up from birth you know that musical silver spoon yeah uh he was trained on the piano or i guess the piano forte at that time i really don't know when did that change i don't know right okay so he was trained on the piano like from day one And he started writing little songs, like, super early on, which I think is really cool. And then when he was 17, he went to study with Mozart for, like, two weeks, like, this two-week intensive, which makes me feel like, I want to go study with Mozart. I feel so under-accomplished. I know. Uh, So after that, he moved to Vienna to study under Haydn. And Beethoven was, like, a total butt to Haydn. He was like, oh I don't want to listen to you. But Haydn was, like, really sweet about it. Poor Haydn. Anyways, <laughs> um, he made his first debut in 1795, like, his first big break. So how old would he be then? He'd be 25. Wow. All hope is lost at age 25. <laughs> um, oh, and wow, look at that. He... Performed his very own composition, like a piano concerto, as a piano virtuoso, as his first, like, big performance. Oh, man. That's just That's so cool. He has so many accomplishments. I know. Imagine being young and, like, going in front of a huge crowd and saying, look at me, like, shred this instrument apart, and I also composed the stuff that I'm playing. That's so cool. Oh, and then he... Uh, what age? Maybe like around age 30, he started writing symphonies, which sounds like such a big undertaking. Like imagine writing for that many instruments. That's crazy. And he was deaf for like half of them, which is crazy. Well, he always had like bad health. And in 1800, so he would be 30 at that point, he began to notice like serious issues with his hearing, but he still had some. And it wasn't until, let's see... Um, 1818, so quite a while later, uh, it wasn't until then that his hearing was, like, totally gone, pretty much. But even after that, he wrote, um, Symphony Number no. 9, and I think a number of others, which are, like, very good. And that's just crazy that he was able to do that with no hearing. Speaking of Symphony Number no. 9, here is Movement 2. Um, as heard at the beginning. 